Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and learn how you can support this and other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome, weary traveler, to another episode of Dungeons and Doritos. This is chapter two of book three. Hi, I'm Cap. Rule. Colin. And I'm Lefty. We are on a, uh, a brand new adventure. Uh, Galdap will, of course, tell you plenty about, um, well, what's been going on uh, with our travelers in just a few. And we're going to share with you uh, the delicious Doritos we're going to be crunching on this episode. We got, uh, we got Jumpin' Jack left over from last time. We got some taco, uh, some third-degree burn Doritos from, uh, from Canada, which have managed to uh, not go stale. That's Scorchin' Habanero, the most coveted Dorito in all of Cleveland, and Doritos Locos Tacos, uh, Crunchy Taco, and Cool Ranch. But all the way from Holland, these two new flavors, they come to us from the always handsome, always generous Lawrence Hondrick. He's from Great Britain, but I guess he went to Holland at some point and created this little care package for us. He's got a, a, um, a newspaper clipping, cut kind of like a ribbon as you would seal a scroll, sealing these two bags together, with a picture of someone that looks like maybe trimming the mustache of Mike Tyson. <laughs> of course, uh, of course, of course. <laughs> In true Lawrence Hondrick fashion. <laughs> There's a word balloon that says, from Holland, um, so I'm taking the seal off. And what we have here are some very unusual Dorito packages. They're... They're horizontal, like a fruit roll-up package. Some strange shapes and some strange flavors. These are not your average Doritos. There's, they're called Doritos Bits. And there's one that looks like, a, like maybe Doritos Cheerios, and that's sweet paprika flavor. Ooh. Oh, I love paprika. And, Paprika's um, like the secret, the secret seasoning in everything. And uh, the other Doritos Bits, which is shaped kind of like a, tr- a tricolor pasta kind of curl. It's got ridges and so on. That's honey barbecue. So you, uh, you threw these at me. We don't we don't know what <laughs> we don't know what to, to make of these weird flavors, but uh, but those of us in the Nerdy Show studio here are gonna enjoy while Colin and Lefty uh, 
I'm sorry, guys. We just got these in the mail. That's okay. I'll I'll still give Lawrence a shout out in that uh, he created a game which is awesome called The Duel Betwixt Us. You should check it out on Nerdy Show Live, the pilot, where Cat played it, and that game is going to be great. I can't wait for it to come out. These uh, sweet paprika Doritos bits, they taste like Fritos. This has a distinctly Frito taste, not a Dorito taste. Interesting. Huh. But I like them better than Fritos. I think I might like them just as much. So... Uh, and then uh, honey barbecue, they taste virtually the same. <laughs> a little bit, a bit, a little bit sweeter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have like a different second taste, like a second flavor. But they're very, so, they're very, very similar. Very strange. Thank you so much, Lawrence. Very nice. Doritos bits. What Holland? What are you thinking? <laughs> do you have? Do you have some milk? Maybe it's intended to be a cereal. It would taste. It would, this would okay. It, seriously. If you put this in a bowl of, I don't have milk, otherwise I'd, I'd do this right now, but I mean, if you put this in a bowl of milk, you would have yourself a savory breakfast cereal. I, I, just, I disagree with that. I can't find that. You know how I am about cereal, Cap. You should save some, and then next time, put it in some milk and see what happens. Oral male lefty a baggie. Yeah. Yeah. I want some savory Doritos cereals. <laughs> yeah, Doritos has, that is the one uh, market that Doritos has uh, not, you know, gotten into yet, is cereal. <laughs> or soda. Soda. Uh. It goes the other way around, as we learned last episode with the Pepsi yes, flavored Cheetos. But oh, but I want a Doritos fa- flavored soft drink. And and word mm-hmm. is that the there are now Mountain Dew flavored Cheetos as well over in Japan. Ugh. Are they are they extreme? Are the are they extreme Cheetos? Do they I, give you a boost? I can't verify. That. It's time for adventure. If you haven't checked it out, check out all the D and D merch over at the store. If you like the album artwork for um for last episode. I don't know what the what the artwork's going to be like for this episode, but last episode's artwork, we actually have uh, prints and such of it uh, for sale over at our Society6 store. If you go to the last episode's page, you can link to from there. Phone cases and all kinds of stuff. Clocks, even. Clocks, even? Yeah. Huge clocks. There's there's all kinds of D&D merch over at nerdyshow.com slash store, t-shirts, posters, comic books with our prequel story, and uh, glassware as well. So that said... Now you know now you know what the stakes are. Now you know what's on the table, figuratively and literally, in the case of Doritos. It's time for us to embark on adventure. And we must do that, of course, with a crunch off. Three, two, one. Um num num. Oh yeah, I should add. We're kinda low on Doritos, guys. <laughs> I've got about fourteen bags of Doritos that have gone bad in between book one and book two. Fourteen <laughs> bags in rare flavors. No. We got Flamas. Uh, we got Tapatio. All dead. That's horrible. These are ex Doritos. So. And we found out the hard way. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Wait a minute. Were those already opened, or did they go bad no, in the bag? I opened one and started eating it, and decided that this is not how they should taste. Yep. <laughs> Ah, so they went stale in the bag, so they aren't indefinite expiration. They, they are. Turns out Doritos are not as immortal as we thought. When you open a bag of Doritos that you're not sure about, smell it. Because if it smells like wet cardboard, that's a bad bag. <laughs> Welcome, a weary traveler. You've stumbled into my boudoir. Uh, if you've never seen uh, uh, an elderly man wearing only a male thong, ah, uh, banana hammock. Well, now you have. 
and your eyes have feasted upon the glory that is Galdap. Now, I bet you'll want a bedtime story as you sit upon Galdap's third knee. <laughs> I thought you might. You're squirming an awful lot, but that ball gag says yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I wrote yes on it in a Sharpie marker. When last we saw our travelers, they had rescued the mischievous body Gleeman from a prison where he had been stowed on account of him fornicating with the princess of Doritodonia. Little did our travelers know, the entire time they were going on globe-trotting adventures with him, well, he was a wanted man. The law... Definitely a wanted man. Uh, never mind you. The law finally caught up with him. Uh, and then his friends uh, sprung him out of the slammer. Now that they've got a, a fugitive amongst their numbers, they're playing it safe. Well, while Vmac the Goliath goes off to finish up his business out in the woods, the ladies are babysitting the young Gleeman. We go now to a ship uh, out at sea. Picture, if you will, the sloshing waves. Smell the briny sea air and the syphilis in the crotchal region of every sailor. So, Rule, I have a question for you. Go ahead. Before we start, because when I was, was sprung from my, my, uh, my prison, I was left in just, just my britches. What am I wearing now? Whatever you can find on the ship, really. Oh. Would we have known where Barty's clothes could be and have tried a rescue mission? For his clothes? Barty's daggers, at least, were dumped in the bottom of the ocean. Mm, yeah. That's true. And probably with the rest of his belongings. Because it's oh. no sense. I mean, you know, logically speaking, even if they had them, they'd probably burn them. And anything that would have been of value would have been scavenged by random people that were in charge of doing the burning of the clothes and getting rid of stuff. So yep. God only knows where this stuff is at. Lefty has a bargain crew. They're sea dogs, but they're not very well dressed or anything. So basically, he's a pair of, of torn slacks and a moth-eaten tunic. Uh, so we can uh, pretend he's our slave for a while. Yes. God, it yes. smells. Uh, yes, it God, does. God, it smells. <laughs> and there are fleas. Oh, I can't stand it. The problem is, is that it's still pretty early since the rescue. You've been able to move people off the boat quickly, but going into like port towns and doing shopping or scavenging for supplies has been very, very risky. So you've stayed away from the many, you know, the larger harbors and ports. Basically, all you, all he really has access to is the stuff on the ship, which is what the sailors won't use and wear, which no. is not the highest of quality. Great. So what weaponry do I have? You have a few daggers. Yes, remember, Barty, we brought you um, some reasonably priced daggers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I threw them into the headman. Yeah. So All of them? Yes. Well, so, you should have thought about that before you threw them into the headman. Your daggers aren't really daggers. They're so much as they're fishing knives. Ugh. Oh, I can't stand this. This is horrible. So I... Jamala and Lefty recognized enough on land that the two of us couldn't go and get things and leave Barty on the boat. Well, remember, you were betrayed. So can you really trust that your ship wouldn't be identified? Or you guys? Yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of a rough conversation even letting VMAC go. Because, I mean, he's easily identifiable. 
you know, at this point, yeah, your best bet is sh- sailing as far away from there as possible. But it's getting a little bit more complicated with the storms coming. But the storms uh-uh. coming. You, the storm's coming. The storm is coming. You, well, oh, you've handled you've, you've handled a couple of the storms pretty well so far, just staying out at sea. But the ship is getting pretty battered, and it can't hit. It can't take another hit. So we need to shake a tail feather someplace where we can get on land. So, so wait a minute. Can you tell me what my uh, uh, my AC and all that stuff is for my for my flea ridden sack of shit clothes I've got on? Yes, it is zero. <laughs> With zero protection and a plus one hindrance. A plus one hindrance? <laughs> there are fleas involved and chafing. Okay, so this, 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 these dagger fishing hook things, What what uh, what's their attack on those things? Zero. <laughs> and the damage is zero. Son of a bitch. <laughs> we have nerf party. <laughs> What what are the things that uh, that the captains say in scenes such as this? Like uh, hoist the mainsails. I feel like we should probably be saying something like that. Yeah, and luck to larboard and stuff. She's so such a good captain. She knows exactly what she's doing at all times. Uh, all right, crew, let's get this baby on the water and try to find some safe land before these storms come in. Uh, hey, Jamala, you want to say something sailory? Yes, I've been practicing. Yes, you scallywags. Um, button down the hatches. <laughs> Both with. Well done. Well, they ain't got no right. hatches, but we'll get the ship moving. Very well. And Marty's just sitting in a corner, just just remarking and looking down at his clothes. And scratching. So, yes, and scratching <laughs> and just infinitely upset. Looking at charts and stuff, there's some island not far. You can make for that and hopefully find some place in there where you can anchor down and weather out the storm. It'll also give you some cover. Really know what's out there. Nobody's really settled on the, the that area. Um, there's small islands surrounding a much larger island. That is probably your safest bet. So you Jamala, might. what do you think about these islands over here? Uh, we might we might do well to make haste to one of these surrounding islands. Uh, last time we were on a tropical deserted island. We, uh, we met, so it, it can't be all it can't be all bad. Maybe we'll become the three musketeers and we'll find another gal for our gang. While that sounds uh, peachy, I definitely <laughs> hope it's under better circumstances. Hey, wait, hey, hey! I thought we were the three musketeers. And I hold up with my my really shitty dagger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Barty, you're really pathetic right now. Get us to land. There's got to be something better. I would rather tie leaves together than wear this crap. Uh, hide your face, you build rat. So a few hours later, you guys are in sight of the actual islands. As you guys are traveling through there, you start to notice that there's pieces of other ships sticking out of the water here and there. Crew, careful with your navigating. Maybe we should drop anchor and... Uh... Yeah, I think we should, we should come in. Uh, drop anchor! Okay, they drop anchor. Your uh, crew gets to work basically trying to repair the ship. You guys are kind of free to do what you want to do. Take me out in the dinghy. <laughs> I, I'm ready for the dinghy ride. Get me out of this. That's this right, bo- Barty. Let's go on a dinghy ride. Here's the oars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine. Yep. You've gotten so all scrawny from prison. You need to build up your arm strength. Yeah, does that count as training? Him. Training for what? For strength. Sure. 
Yeah, let's row. <laughs> it's such fun. So you're rowing. Roll your willpower or wisdom. Uh, <laughs> I rolled. Aha! I rolled a critical. I rolled an eight. I, I, I rolled a thirteen. You uh, you managed to um, row the boat pretty well, resisting the urge to let go of the oars to scratch the back of your head, where it's really starting to itch real bad. So you guys are making your way through the waterways when um, the sun's starting to set. The, uh, you're looking for a place basically where you can put the boat up against the, the shoreline where it won't get tangled in basically tree roots and things like that. When you start to hear a real soft drumming, well, not soft, a, a distant drumming. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy, Jamala, you hear that? Um, uh, well, yes, I do hear that. Uh, uh, this better not be a cannibal island. Do you think we should sneak but try to go check it out barty do you think you're capable of sneaking oh my dear if there's one thing that i am expert at it is sneaking have we landed yet everybody kind of froze and you're just kind of drifting when you heard the drums you can land but it's it's like a chain of small islands right now if you just landed you wouldn't know if you were heading into the right direction to get to the drumming it probably would be easier looking at the, the foliage and the, the islands themselves to just kind of row around until you get close enough where you, oh, okay, that's that's got to be where it's coming from. Traipsing through the jungle is going to make it a lot harder than just rowing around. Works for me. I think that we should uh, go around to f- see if, we're, uh, if we could find, uh, use echolocation and find where the drumming is coming from. I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah, we should probably go to where the drumming is. You know, you think we'd learn our lesson by now, but here we are, so let's go crazy. What's the worst that could happen after everything else uh, happened? <laughs> Barty, can you roll wisdom again? Hell yeah, I can roll wisdom again. Do-do-do-do. Uh, roll a six. It occurs to you, because you've already thought of it, but you wouldn't want to risk it this late and this close to the storm, that with all these ships that have kind of gotten wrecked around here, it wouldn't be a bad place to scavenge for supplies, especially if somebody that lived here on this island saw these ships getting wrecked. So it's hmm. probably a safe bet that if those ships ever had anything of any value, that whoever's making the drum and drumming may have actually scavenged something from that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm let, yeah, let's head towards the drumming. So he enthusiastically starts rowing again. <laughs> Why is he so chipper such vim and vigor i'm out of the, i'm out of the prison jamala you'd be you'd be pretty chipper if you didn't have to deal with that guy anymore yes I mean, come on. He, he was creepy he was talking right into my ear most of the time and what else was he doing to you barty you don't want to know <laughs> oh but we do no you don't you're not gonna find out <laughs> <laughs> finally make it around this one little island that you're you're rowing towards you can actually see torches from a, a larger island off in the distance, but they look like they're up along the side of a small mountain. So not torches, but flame. All right, we may as well uh, park it right now if we're going to go directly into the trouble, inevitable fighting. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll let, yeah, let's let's park and we'll sneak. We'll sneak around. Yeah, I'll go first. I mean, all these uh, all these dead ships here. There's probably something evil. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of ghosts. So right. you guys seem motivated to get out of the um, 
Actually, the only one that seems happy about getting out of the boat and heading into the jungle is Barty. <laughs> Everybody else is kind of dragging ass, like, I don't want to do this. Prison has changed you, Barty. Tomorrow, Lefty got a little pampered, <laughs> and the adventure is a little tiresome is all. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure this plus the sewage from the prison is going to have worn off uh, pretty all manicure, pedicure things that I'd had going on for me. Back into the shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's no real, like, obvious way through the jungle except just to kind of crash through the bushes and trees and stuff. So you ah, head yes. in, the, in the basic general direction of where those torches were at. about an hour or two roughly speaking you don't really have a concept of time inside of this densely packed leafy moist nasty atmosphere burst out into a, a pathway and there's actually like torches spread up like every 15 or 20 feet but they're not lit they're just sticking in the ground as if they were to be lit at some point and they're it's it's very obviously like a road uh, Barty, this jungle is awful. I think we should walk down this road until someone comes, and then we should probably, you know, hop over to this shrubbery. Uh, do you want to light one of the torches with your dragon breath? I would be happy to, but uh, that would uh, draw a lot of attention to us, Barty. That's true. Well, maybe we want the attention. Then I can get some clothes. Well, we should wait till find out if we want the attention instead of just asking for it, Barty. You don't have fleas, Lefty. I look at the bright side, Barty. It'll rain soon. Wash all your little friends off. Barty heads down the road. <laughs> all right. Okay. I follow at a brisk pace. Okay, so you're traveling down the road. How's it, how are you guys going about this? Are you walking single file in any kind of formation? <laughs> Who's looking out for what? I'm, I'm ahead. I'm just going. And uh, I'm ready to spring to action either uh, in the shrubbery or... Uh, you know, fighting-wise, depending on what trouble body gets us into. I'm bringing up the back to one of those things where, like, my hands and my sword, and I'm kind of, like, walking backwards and looking behind us and then, like, turning around and walking forwards and looking around and listening and trying to be on. Okay. So as you guys are walking, the, the ground starts sloping and you guys start having to go through some elevation. You actually have to climb some kind of natural step formations rocks and boulders and things like that sprinkling the roadways and then after a little bit longer the lo rocks are getting larger Barty what was your perception? D8. So you guys notice that little bird noises and you know that basically this the, the, the chittering and chattering in the um, jungle area has quieted down a little bit so and the drums have just stopped. And we were definitely mm. heading towards that sound. Yes absolutely. Do we hear any voices or anything? No, but you're... So, uh, are you guys still walking, or you stopped, or... I would I think stop and be no. cautious. Okay. Yeah, I would stop yeah. when the drum stopped. Okay, so you're looking around, hoping to find... You know, or hoping to not get killed and murdered by panthers and shit? Yeah, how, um... How close did we feel we were to the drums? 
hard to judge distance because you can't see very far ahead of you. But Sound you wise. are definitely getting closer. You're probably maybe an hour or two of marching away from this thing, depending on what the front of it was. But it, it's it's also the the drumming is coming from above you, like the top where you saw the fires. That's where you're hearing the drumming. So it's above you and out. Is it uh, nightfall at this point? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are there still torches? Yes. Yeah, let's let's light a torch, Jamala. Uh, I'll I pick up the nearest torch and I light it with my fire breath. Okay. The whole area around you is suddenly, you know, much more visible. You don't see anything. There's no spears or angry people or eyes blinking at you from the forest. But you look around, and part of the rocks, one of the large boulders next to you, moves a bit. And the shadow of a man pops up holding a spear. And he's kind of like wearing feathers. And, just, you know, you only see the silhouette of him. You can't see the front of him. He's up on top of this rock, just outside of your torchlight. You can see him because of the light from the sky behind him. He hisses at you. You no go. You no go. You go away. You die. Don't you uh, leave. You die. If you go, you die. Ah, uh, if we go, we die. Huh. Body, hold this torch. Uh, okay. I, I'm going to light up my hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to I have my own mm-hmm. source of light and cautiously angle towards him and say, what do you mean if we go, we die? You can see him now because of the light. He's He, he looks old. He looks like an old, dark-skinned, savage, wearing really just nothing but a loincloth and, and bone charms and feathers. He, he is carrying a spear, and at the end of the spear are like the skulls of little birds. And they rattle when he moves his his spear around, and he backs away from you when you pull that when you when you use that spell. He goes, "You you go you go to the temple, you die. Go home, go home." We don't have a home, so that's not an option. We seek shelter during the storm. What awaits at the says at the temple? He stands up very like abruptly, uh, looking around like as if he had heard something. No shelter here. You go or die. Last warning. I don't know, guys. I feel like maybe we should just sit under a tree and wait it out. Uh, yeah, maybe we should go back the way we came on the path and try to find someplace at least safe to sleep. Maybe a rock to sleep under or something. A cave? No, you leave island. We, you go. Well, we can't leave the island. We we just got here. Why don't we go to an adjacent island? We'll go back to the boat. The, the, Stupid! You stupid! I'm going. You stupid! You die here, and I warned you. I did the right thing. No, uh, thank you very much. Um, we just, uh, just, 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 just thank you. You know, we're considering it. Thank you. Goodbye. He turns and he jumps in off into the jungle. You don't really see him because he's jumping on the other side of the rock. Wanders off. Well, I think we need to ask ourselves now, uh, just how stupid are we? Ah. Uh. Frankly, I'm at a point that I think it's abnormal if someone doesn't tell us we're going to die. <laughs> yeah, let's just keep going. I mean, we can't stay here. There's no shelter on the road. Don't make me babysit your body any more than we already are. If we're uh, on land, we can take the islanders, but if we're shipwrecked, I don't know what's in that water. A lot of a lot of crushed boats. <laughs> Ominously. Maybe the, maybe if we go there, you know, we go there, we kill something in the temple, probably. And the, the old man, he'll thank us for it. Barty takes the torch and he walks down the road. <laughs> oh, Dag nabbit. 
She shakes her head, looks at Jamala, and starts following after him. And why not? Why, why the hell not? <laughs> the most apathetic of adventure ever. <laughs> so everybody's on high alert now. But yes. even with a torch, you guys can barely see into the jungle. Is it raining yet? Yes, it is raining, but it's it's like the pre-rain before the storm really kicks in. So, Raining, muddy, uphill, jungle. Yes. Good, good. Very good. <laughs> All right, body, let's let's pick it up. Let's get this over with. All let's, right. Let's die should... somewhere warm, right? Yes, I, I, I pick up the pace a little bit. Okay. So, uh, everybody roll your search. Seven. Nice. I rolled a 13. Nice, sir. I have a nine. Barty, you do manage to see a glint of metal in the jungle, which should not be there. Ah! There's something in the jungle! It's got metal! Where? Point it out! Avenging light right over there! Look, I cover his mouth. Point it out, idiot. I'm pointing at it. Avenging light over there. Do we see anything? No. Avenging light. How big, how big is it, Marty? How high up the ground? What kind of, what are we looking for? It's metal. All I see is the glint of metal. Just, I, just. I'm, I'm on the defensive. I'm ready to deflect something with my staff. And, uh, and I'll, I'll extend a charge to the end of my staff to try to, you know, like get that glint captured in, in, in the light. Obviously. Okay. So what about you, Lefty? What are you doing? I guess I'm taking over, keeping a hand over Barty's mouth while Jamala does the light. Okay. Are you armed, or are you still just got your hand on your sword, or? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm always, I'm always at the ready. Okay. And Barty, do you are, are you just pointing, or do you have weapons out, or anything like that? <laughs> out of character, do you have weapons out? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I have my uh, I have my my shitty whatever that thing is. The fish out. knives. <laughs> yes. Okay. I, I have my shitty fishing knife pointing in the direction of the glinting metal. Okay. So, mm. <laughs> so you guys are all kind of looking in this in this direction towards the glinting metal. Jamala's leaning her staff forward to try and get some light on it. When something crashes out of the jungle from behind you guys, jumps into the air, and comes straight at Lefty. So you said crashing, uh, so we I hear this. I think I'm yes. fast enough that, and on edge enough that at the first, like, notification of that thing being behind us, I would have turned and had my sword out. And so anything jumping at me has a good chance of landing on my sword. Okay, roll an attack coming from So... 18 is the 0, 9. Okay, so 19 plus 5 is 24. So what you have just skewered was another dark-skinned native guy, except his face is painted all black with, like, a skull, like a uh, like white, chalky stuff to paint, like, a skull mask on his face. He doesn't make a sound from crashing down on top of you to you're driving your sword right through him. Just exhales a bit and coughs up a little blood and drops his spear. That is the extent of the noise. But everybody else is getting attacked at the same time. He was just the first one to come out. So, Jamala, you might want to try to defend from your right. I certainly will. Another one flying through the air. And, and by the way, but through the air, I'm talking like eight feet in the air. I rolled a three. Okay, so you got hit. 
for three points of damage. So you manage to get your spear up and or staff up in in kind of deflect the blow just slightly enough so that it only cuts across your shoulder. But when this guy lands, he lands almost like a cat. Like it makes as little noise as possible. He's not making any noise. Barty, you're being attacked. Oh, great. What am I going to do with this little fishing dagger? I'm going to acrobatics out of the way. Okay. 11. Okay. You acrobatics right out of the way. And the guy lands, his staff goes straight through the, the ground, or his spear goes straight through the ground right where you used to be. He, can he, I counter him and, like, stick him? You can declare your action, so uh, well, everybody that's, actually... That's what I'm going to do. But, 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 but not all the bad guys have gone yet. Another one comes out from the left-hand side, following up behind the guy that just attacked Barty. So Barty's got to defend again. Ah, 10. Ooh, just barely. That that spear comes right past your nose and right down in front of you. I mean, you can almost it it almost touches you. If you had it, been it, sticking your tongue out, you would have a forked tongue right now. It, it's it's sexy. It, uh, it slices one of the fleas that was on my nose. <laughs> Bloody. For the last one, we're gonna go against Lefty again. All right, so I pull my sword out of that sucker and. Uh, where's the other one coming from? Uh, he's and how? coming from your right, and he's just charging on the ground. He didn't. Uh, basically, you just get right. the, the padded so footfalls. So you won't have All a right. chance to attack him. You'll have to defend the attack. How heavy was the guy on my, my sword? Surprisingly light. Alright, so I don't think getting him off my sword is much of a concern. I see this guy coming at me, and I swing my sword with the other guy on it around to, if not kill, at least, like, take out this other guy so that we have time to kill him. This is the last one, right? Yes. Well, it's that you know of. So go ahead and roll that. 19 or... Well, no, you hit him. Uh, Well, you didn't hit him. Basically, you pulled the guy in front between you and him. The spear from the guy that's charging at you goes straight to the other guy you killed and just comes inches away from actually hitting you. But now it's stuck inside that guy. Okay, well then I'm just going to pull my sword out of that guy because mine will get pulled out. And now and you then three going... can declare actions. I, I'm going to point my staff at the at my attacker's face and just uh, and burn his face off with an <laughs> avenging light. Okay. <laughs> Barty. With my... My rinky-dink dagger, that's what I'm going to call it. Uh, pick up, pick up a damn spear, Barty. One of them's dead. Oh, Actually, one of them's none dead? Of the, none of the spears are on Well, except for the one that's that's by Lefty. But Lefty is between him and the spear. So. Oh, oh, Lefty's between him and the spear, eh? No, Lefty's between you and the spear. That's what I'm saying. Can I pull out? Because Lefty, you have a stiletto, don't you? Yes, uh-huh. she does. Can I pull out her stiletto? And then fling it, not not throw it, but like 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 pulling out and then stabbing another guy. Yes, you can. Well, that's what I want to do. Okay, it's a minus three, by the way, to do that because you're doing a double action. Well, that's better than my plus zero. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rinky dink dagger. Okay, so uh, Barty, what's your speed? Ten. The attackers go first again because they're really fast. The one in front of Barty starts to try to pull his spear out, realizes that's not going to happen, and he kicks it 
so that it snapped. So now he's standing there with a bow staff. The guy that attacked Jamala basically strikes with his spear again. Can I roll to defend? Or... Yeah. Okay. I brought a five. It is not your day. Take four points of damage. Uh, and where's VMAC to heal us? We're in trouble. <laughs> I'm down to three life. Outside of combat, you've got natural healing. Um, you haven't taken any wounds yet, so. Ah. So, Barty, second attack towards you. I rolled a 12. 19. Ah. Son of a bitch. He rolled a one. <laughs> All right, so you take three points of damage. So, Lefty, the, uh, the guy you're trying to fight, he tries to pull the spear out. But, obvi- like I said, it's not going anywhere. But you already okay. knew that. He looks up at you and he's like, oh, shit. And it's your turn. So, I attack. I'm going for his head. Okay, roll your d12 and add your 10. God, nine. 12 plus 10. 18 or 18. You're making the game master very frustrated. I usually do that, though. That's why I'm here, right? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So what was the total on the second roll? But I got nine. Okay, yeah, he's dead. So he looks up at her like, ah, shit, this isn't going to end well. And so she ends it not well and just shoves her sword straight through his chest. Okay, uh, (laughs) Avenging Light. About time. D10 plus four. Five plus eight, thirteen plus two, fifteen. Yeah, you hit him. Go ahead and roll effect. Seven plus three, ten plus three, thirteen. And you melted his face off. Success! Okay, so... Um, Barty, you've pulled out uh, her dagger, and you can roll your attack. All right, what's the, what's the stats on that stiletto? Attack is zero, physical damage is plus one, and parry is zero. You know, as I'm taking it out of her back, I'm saying, oh, thanks, Lefty. And then I'm going to stab the guy next to me. Okay. All right. A 15. Yeah. Roll damage. Uh, a five. A five? Total? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he's got a wound, but he's still alive. So, uh, hold on. He's got to roll strength and not like... Oh, shit. So, you wounded him and he fell. Basically, you, you get him in the gut. He he drops his, his spear and doubles down in pain. He still doesn't make any sound. He just kind of falls down to his knees. Go for the one that looks like he's the strongest. I'll gladly blow the face off of the one nearest to me. Take my little rinky-dink knife and stick it in the face of the guy who I almost killed. So the guy you almost killed picks up a spear and stands up and puts himself in a defensive position. The other guy... He steps back to get all three of you into his line of sight. He decides that Jamala is probably the easier target and goes to attack her. You're the easier target. I mean, you know, if I saw someone trying to attack Jamala, I'd stop whatever I was doing and do go go to kill. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw the defense. Typical. <laughs> Roll, Roll the one. one. So take three more points of damage. You're unconscious. I'm unconscious, you guys. So he swings his staff around and clocks her right in the head. Falls like a sack of potatoes. Done. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, I attacked the shit out of that guy. <laughs> I rolled an eleven to twenty-one. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So she yells out, charges after him, and just drives her sword straight across him. It, it goes from diagonally from like his lower right part of his waist up to his upper left part of his shoulder. And splits it wide open, like not just like a gash, like you could see the rib bones broken uh. from this strike like she just cut 
<laughs> at least four inches deep into this guy's body. I think I might start making jewelry out of bones. Marty, your turn. That would be a good look for you. All right, I'm putting my rinky-dink, rinky-dink dagger in the man's face. Uh, that would be a 12. Okay, roll damage. 16. Really? I rolled a, cri- I rolled a critical. <laughs> With that little fishing dagger? Yes. <laughs> okay. You almost casually just kind of walk towards this guy as he's getting into position and just lift up your hand and just drive the dagger straight into his eye and let go as he just falls. Have a nice trip. Okay, so Jamal is on the ground unconscious, <laughs> and there is dead things all around you. I run to Jamala after I break a piece of bone off of that guy and shove it into my satchel. This is a new lefty, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she's unconscious. Birdie, I don't help. I don't know what to do. Uh, look, I, hey, I'm, I have fleas. That, that's it. <laughs> that is literally it. I have fleas. <laughs> you probably can't get your fleas as a lizard person. Is she breathing? Yes. I, I shake her a little bit gently, but firmly. Jamala? Jamala? No response. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> I, I get some... <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I run off with the torch down the road looking for help. Barney, where are you? You can't leave us here. <laughs> and I turn around and I'm like, I don't know what to do. As you turn around, you see that right outside of the torchlight from where they're at that older guy with the staff with the bones on it is standing just out just like within the torchlight like just barely and he actually kind of takes a step back as the torchlight comes just a, a smidge too close to it for his uh, old like, man old man get over here you rickety old man uh, we need your help oh God, you're uh, if you're old you're obviously a medicine man get over here <laughs> please help our friends Pers- persuasion Persuasion! <laughs> All right, roll it. Thank God you can't take away my persuasion. 16. Without any words or anything, he just he, he runs up and kneels down beside her, and he kind of basically lifts her head, tilts it back a bit, and leans in to see if he can hear her breathing. She alive. We'll fix her. We're here. I'll be back. And he runs off into the jungle. Sure, I'll just stay here in the middle of all the bodies we just killed. I, I loot the bodies. Great. You loot the bodies. They're half-naked savages wearing bone ornaments and, and spears. Well, are the ornaments any better than what I'm wearing now? No. Uh, is the, spear, the spears are... Yes, is the, the spear better are. than the stiletto? Yes. Ah, so then I hand the stiletto back to Lefty and I take the best-looking spear. Okay. You have the best-looking spear ever. Ah, yes, that's what I'm going to call it. Best-looking spear ever, even though I have no spear skill whatsoever. But now you have reach. After a few minutes, the, uh, the old man comes crashing back, and he, he has some really stinky, sludgy, muddy-looking stuff in his hands, and he just kind of puts it on her wound that just keep pressure. Hold, 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 hold. She'll be fine in time. And then he looks around at all the bodies. You do this? Yeah, you, you told us we'd die. You should have told your friends that they were going to die. They know, my friends. Oh, these aren't your friends? No, these are chosen. Where are you from if these aren't your friends? We are from village. They follow Shaman Tatuga. They follow the Shaman? Tatuga. Is he a bad guy? The bad man. Should we kill him? Do not kill him. He calls gods. I mean, I've killed a god before, just saying. You kill gods? 
Yeah, I killed God. He was about to end all the worlds, and I stopped him with a dagger that I don't have anymore. It's at the bottom of the ocean. Long story. Anyway, I killed a God. He takes a minute, and he looks, like, towards the direction of where you guys were heading at Temple. You kill God tonight. Oh, well, what's in it for me? Temple have treasure. That's treasure, eh? Has, uh, does it have clothes? Do you have anything to wear? He looks down at himself like, duh, dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be bringing Jamal a deer. He's like, uh, I don't know how long I cannot kill him. <laughs> you cannot kill who? The, sh- the, 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 uh, the savage? Barty. Oh, Barty. <laughs> just just uh, keep pressure. Just keep pressure on the wound there, uh, Lefty. You're doing great. Shaman and Temple with God and All right. Chosen. All right. Well, I'll... We'll take care. You show us the back. Is there a back way? There's always a back way. You show us the back way into the temple. I'll show you a back way. Yeah, you show us the back way, and then uh, we'll take care of that god for you. We're in the go- taking care of god business. If the pri- if the price is right. Okay. We wait for, for for lizard to wake up. Okay. We wait for lizard to wake up. <laughs> hey lizard, wake up. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, toughness. Oh, about time. <laughs> I rolled a two. Okay. So, uh, you now have one hit point. Yay! No, two hit points. Yay! Uh, you wake up about 10, 15 minutes after this conversation with this old native's face just staring down at you, kind of smack, gently smacking you in the face. <laughs> saying, whoa, 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 whoa. life. Damn well, better. Whoa, I don't feel good. It's all right, Jamala. This old man, he saved you. He's going to take us. We're going to go kill a god. You ready? Oh, I am I'm not in God's like condition right now, buddy. Well, I guess we can wait. No way. Go kill God now. Okay, here's the here's the deal. We here's the thing. Uh, you know, there was a there, we had a, a Goliath and he he was really good at healing. Buddy, uh, buddy, shut up. What what's happening? Wait a minute. Uh, just shut, wait, hold on. Hold sh- on. Sh- you you were unconscious. You don't know what's going on. Exactly. So shut your whole mouth and explain to me. <laughs> We're going to kill a god. Just let daddy do the talking. Oh, Marty. Daddy, no. Marty. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to do Blessing of Hope. Okay. And I'm going to hold hands with Lefty so that our unified strength will enhance this. But he's obviously not going to want to get in on this because he is on his own right now. No, I'll, I'll hold your hand. I'll hold your other hand, Jamala, if you'll have me. Reluctantly. Give me that. I, I snatch his pasty human mitt. <laughs> but I do it as I'm still talking to the guy. So uh, what we need is we need healing. What, we you, need to- what, what you need is to concentrate, you little shit. Daku got <sighs> medicine, man. Bad medicine. Only yes. medicine. Okay, so give us some. We need we need medicine to carry. Unless you're going with us the whole time. I don't. That's just mud. To stop you don't bleeding. have medicine? No. I'm no medicine, man. Where's the medicine, man? That Tuga, the, the, with God. You go kill that Tuga and the God. That's what kill, we'll, well, we, 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 we will kill your God. Let's miss a moment. 15 plus 2. 17. Effect test. 7. Okay. Go ahead and make a healing test. Oh. Go add 11 back. Okay, that's good enough now. Let's go kill a God. I don't understand it, but you can explain on the way. All right, well, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So this man is the medicine man, but we need medicine in order to fight the god. They just said he was not a medicine man. He's not a medicine man. That's apparently all he put on you was mud. Buddy, 
Buddy. Mud, stop bleeding. I'm going to need a new outfit soon. You better you get back to Lance shortly. Uh, look, uh, we'll go the back way. If the other ones are surprised, we won't jump in any more stupid fights and, um, kill the god probably. I mean, obviously I'm not feeling very confident right now, but it's better than demanding things of a stranger who, who has absolutely no ability to give you these things. You can't just demand them until they materialize out of nowhere. Well, what I'm saying, Jamala, is that this man must have some sort of medicine on this island. These people must have some sort of way to heal themselves. Oh, this is because VMAC isn't here. Yes, we don't want to happen to you happen again. Oh, we certainly don't, but uh, he said he doesn't have anything. So do you have anything on this island, old man, that will make things better on our bodies and allow us to not die? Brody, he knows what healing means. He just doesn't have magical powers. If you speak slowly enough, sometimes it works. <laughs> I don't understand. All medicine, Tatuga, medicine man. All right, let's. Maybe we'll find some medicine with the medicine man. Let's go kill this god. Yes, go kill god. Come. No. Show us. All right, show us the back way, Chuck. Who, Chuck? That's you. You're Chuck. What is your name? Chuck. Ah, Chuck. Well. Yeah, Chuck. All right, let's go. No, look at Chuck. Let's go, Chuck. <laughs> so Chuck, <laughs> so Chuck, as he gets ready to lead you out of the jungle, he he stops for a minute and he turns to you. You look chosen, chosen face, face, bone face. You kill chosen, don't kill no bone face. Don't kill the bone face. Don't kill no bone face. Ah, if you don't have a bone face, we should not kill you. Uh huh. Good. All right. Uh, lead on, Chuck. Let's only kill the skeleton faces. Yes. All right. And God, to God, and Tatuga. Yes. Yes. The God and her too. Yep. Lead on, Chuck. <laughs> okay. So he takes you through the jungle, uh, around the mountain hilltop thing with uh, where the temple is, and he leads you up a small, sort of carving out of the stone staircase. Until you guys come to an opening, like it looked like uh, a shaped cave cavern entrance. It's got painting and stuff like that around the edges of it, so it's obviously a doorway into the temple. You go in and kill God. God, adopt treasure and bond. That's all we need to know. Thank you so much. Kill, okay, kill God first, so the treasure no good. Uh, okay, so is there any. Uh tricks about killing this god any prophecies or anything like that we need to know about what yep yep all right uh, hey. all right let's see you later chuck a <laughs> uh, uh, group group huddle real quick all right nice nice enough guy i think he this is probably not a god we're fighting it's probably just going to be some kind of an overpowered wizard you know we'll we'll sneak in be very stealthy and uh if we kill anybody let's try to keep it quiet and uh, maybe we throw a rock on his head. You know, a big one. Bring the whole temple down atop him. Come out with a treasure. We'll play Sounds it by ear. Yeah, some gold-glinted, uh, gold-gilded uh, rapiers and some throwing daggers with rubies on them. Yeah. And some... um, yeah. This, there's no reason this doesn't have to be a routine job. I think he's just trying to spook us. So uh, let's <laughs> let's do it. Go, team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all put our hands no, together. Don't touch me, you flea-ridden party. Ah. We were friends once. For a very, very, very yeah. short time. Let's go. <laughs> okay. I'll take I'll take the lead. I'm sneaking. Uh-huh. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You guys go through this <laughs> cavern area, and uh, it's not long in, or deep into the cavern when you finally come to the doorway, and it is a completely different thing than you're expecting. It is very well carved, very expensive looking stone. It could not have come from this island. It is just flat out gorgeous. Yeah, I like the way this is going. Look at that, riches. There's got to be riches behind this door. Uh, hmm. Yeah, this doesn't, uh, this looks nice. Uh, definitely wavering my confidence about this not being a god scenario, <laughs> but, uh, sure. Uh, uh, I would like to detect the door, though. I would like to check the door. It looks like it hasn't been opened in a little while. There's no locks, no traps, or anything that you can see. It looks like a door. Jamala, can you use magic to detect what's on the other side of it? That's more of a VMAC kind of a thing. <laughs> um, I, uh... Um, like losing no. an arm, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I have, uh, I have uh, uh, shiny lights and uh, other things. Nothing, yeah. A determination. Yeah. Gumption. <laughs> and lots of it. Yeah, that's, uh, mm. next. Next time, uh, let's not go on one of these adventures. I'm not going to agree to VMAC going off in the forest anymore. This is, he's got to stay with the band. we got to keep the band I together. Our next adventure is finding VMAC. Oh, we know where he is. He's in the forest. We've, uh, VMAC, VMAC and I arranged to meet up elsewhere. We just have to get there. So, um, and, and survive this. So I'll open the door because no one else is. And it's a very well-lit chamber. Polished stone floors. Ornamental walls, uh, the remnants of fine statues, but broken and scattered on the ground. Any uh, tapestries? No. If there ever were, they're all rotten away. This place is very old. And it's the chamber is you walk into it and it's longer than it is deeper. Like it's not it's, you know, it only goes about 30 feet out, but it goes about 40 feet, 40, 50 feet wide. And to two other door doorways, one at each end. Uh, <sighs> left, because of lefty. Uh. So, and on the left, you follow it around, and the hall kind of bends around to uh, your right, and you follow that. 
and you start before you enter the next chamber you you hear whispering like several different voices you don't understand what they're saying but they're whispering almost like they're having an argument some of them sound kind of desperate and afraid and then the whispering just dies out is there a door i could put my ear against no it's just a doorway uh and so the the uh, idea is maybe that was coming from the doorway just there. Coming somewhere in that you can't see the where the you can't you're coming up to the doorway. Mm-hmm. You can see that the light there is a chamber beyond, but you can't see what's in it. Well, uh, time to get low to the ground and creep around the corners. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sneak time. Okay, you sneak into the chamber and there's nobody there. It's a large chamber, kind of a rectangle in the same direction that the other one was. There's a door in front of you, far on the far wall in front of you, there are some stacks covered. And you see an arm and a leg sticking out of the stack, so they're obviously stacks of bodies. And they're fairly ripe, but you don't see anybody in the room. Uh, can we check the bodies? They're dead. Yeah, but how did they die? Oh, this spears. So this is the depository. Yeah, and to, on the right-hand wall, it looks like part of the wall has been like a cave-in or like collapse because it's all kind of rubbly but it's you can't see beyond it or through it the faces of the uh are they no skulls are they skull people who are the ones who are dead no skulls and a couple of skulls so a couple of the chosen is this like a a pit is there something from above no no is there something below no is there a door no it's just another doorway like another hall ah well let's let's go Okay, I think you start to hear the whispering again, but then it dies out just as quickly as you thought you heard it. Um, we're, fo- we're following them. Yes. Is it only happening when we're moving? Yes. Well, we catch so up far, to these people. so far. So not like we're getting any closer to it. Well, we'll, we'll keep, we'll keep, uh, we'll, we'll keep pick up the pace. Stop being so curious and just and follow those voices. Um, you go down the hall and it branches. Or it turns to your left up, and there's a small flight of stairs. Um, then you hear the voices coming from behind you. Say what? From the direction you just came. Quick, up the stairs. Okay, you go up. It's a short flight of stairs, just about eight steps. And the stone is somewhat different here on the staircase and in the, the new hallway you're in. And it branches to your right. So you can keep, And you keep going forward, and in, in another hall... Opens up to your right with a staircase going down, and the hall you're in also continues onward. You can go forward or you can go right. The old, uh, the old man said, um, we had to kill the god first, and the treasure was down and the god was up. So, I say we keep going forward. As you guys start heading to- forward, you come to another staircase that kind of spirals up. As you s- step on that staircase... You hear a, a voice. It sounds like it's right next to your ear whispering, Don't go that way. Uh, Everybody else hear that. Um, yeah, I heard it. That means that's the way we need to go. I, that's, a, that's a tough call. Yeah, that could be... Um, Someone could be fucking with us. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Where, where do these, think, sta- where do these think, stairs go? <laughs> they go up. As as we walk down here, I'm I'm going to start eyeing the walls, uh, because okay. this place seems old enough that I feel like there's a good chance that there might be a secret passage, or even that we're being screwed with by someone who's not magic, but is in fact just tricky okay. and hiding. I roll again. 
21. No, there are no secret little listening places or anything, but you do notice something strange about the statues. They had weapons at one point, because you see the statue of a mace, like a mace head and a shield. Another one had a sword and a shield. The head of one of them has a very nice like helmet with a strange like star emblem on the on the front of it. So it, the statues look as though they used to have weapons, most of them. Yes, like they were statues of of, of knights. That's uh, definitely out of place for a, a island temple. But so is most of this temple. We might actually be in a god situation here. This could be bad. <laughs> I, we'll be all right. Yeah, think... we've got we've got little Mister God Killer over the stone feet. Yeah, uh, we'll keep going forward to the new the new room. Continuing down the hall, it branches to the right into another large chamber. Uh, this one has pillars and a staircase right in the middle of it going up. However, as you come in here, you can actually hear a very distinct voice. Uh, it is human. You can't make out what he's saying at first, but then you hear him very distinctly say, Let me go or I'll destroy you. <laughs> All right. Well, um. Sounds like someone we uh, can help you guys. Okay. Uh, charge up the stairs. Is that okay. that's the direction it's coming from? Yeah. Yeah, spear at the ready. Uh, you climb to the top and it's actually the top of the temple. He looks like a, a large, muscular, clean-shaven, human guy strapped to like wooden beams that are put in an X shape and there's a guy standing between you and him and he's definitely one of the savages you know the guy that's on the rack he doesn't even notice you yet but he's looking down at the guy he's like no no don't put that there don't you dare yeah don't put that thing there you oh Jamala blammo you ruined the elephant of surprise <laughs> I was gonna stick him I was, I was all like, hey, you, and then blam. That's what's, that's what's up, Barty. I don't have a throwing dagger to throw. <laughs> I got to walk up to him. <laughs> 21. Yeah, you hit him. 316. And there goes the, the shaman. <laughs> so he turns around as you say that, and your avenging light shoots forth from your hands, and he starts to say something. And he's just consumed by fire and light and charred into it. Nice ah! And I just saunter up to the dude and un- un- uncut his, uh, cut his, uh, his bindings. Uh, he falls down onto his knees. Why don't we find out who he is before you let him speak? Ah, cut him three. He's clearly okay. on the good side. I mean, you know, he doesn't have a black face on, right? He doesn't have a skull. No. The guy, Chuck, Chuck said, Chuck said, don't kill the people who don't have skulls. So... There you go. He's a good guy. By the bright one light, thank you. Thank you for saving. You're welcome. I thought I would meet the same fate as my brothers. How came you here? What's your name, friend? I am Balin of Loganar. And call me Sir Balin. Sir Balin. Charmed. I assume he's attractive, right? Oh, quite, You've been playing that. Good, good, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I ask... How came you here, and so timely to my rescue? Oh, just a, you know, coincidence and a boat. And fate, probably. (laughs) This is such an unholy place, or has become so. This place was once a holy shrine to our god. The bright one light. The light of the holy. Long ago, my order 
We kept this place. A sanctuary from evil. The time has forgotten it. We came here to reclaim it. Found these savages have desecrated it. Now there is an unholy demon that lives within these walls. And this priest summoned him. Uh, that's the, uh, the Dortuga. I know not his name. Oh, we met a, an islander fellow without a skull face, and he, uh, he said there was something called Dortuga up here, causing trouble. Another savage. Some of my oh. brothers may have been captured by him. They'll get their due as soon as I have finished here. Well, you know, don't, don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah, don't get ahead of yourself there, uh. Surveillin, you, you can only kill the people with the skulls on the faces, and you don't kill the people with the no skulls on their faces. The ones without the skulls on their faces, they attacked us once we got once we arrived here. We were, in, were we were only moments off our own ship when we were captured. I alone escaped. I killed many of them on the way. Well, you'll do no such killing of those people on your honor, sir, as we have saved you. I can make no promises. They have clearly defiled this temple. Sir, uh, you will not come with us, and we will leave you if you uh, do not swear on uh, your family and brothers that you will not kill another uh, another one of these so-called savages with no skulls on their face. Uh, uh, Balin, honey bridges. You, uh, it may be that uh, none of us here really know truly what is going on. I, we can vouch for the, the ones without the skulls being pretty okay. Uh, they brought me back from the brink of death, and I have just saved you here and now. Best to take our word on that until we learn different. But uh, there is the matter of, a, of an evil god to be slain here. I know not if we can slay this being. Come, I'll be here with my armor. I'll tell you my tale. Oh, very well, I'll help him with his armor and get a better look at, um, you know, how chiseled he might be. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not above using my pearl necklace to uh, bewitch him. <laughs> To a girl. Before before we're leaving, I'm I'm just saying I need on your honor, sir, that you will not you will not kill any of these savages with uh, out a skull on your face. For the daring actions you have performed here to save my life, I will forgive you asking me this question, because you have not heard my story yet. Don't know what you ask. Help me with my armor as I tell you my tale. Yeah, I know people like this. <laughs> <laughs> As he's putting on his armor, you can tell that it's it's the same star, same crest as those statues before. He has a likewise a, 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 a similar shield and a large mace. The mace, in reality, looks like a almost like a is designed to look like a sunburst, but it is a lethal, nasty weapon. He tells you his order has decided that a, a dark time was coming in that they should. They should find all the old holy places and and cleanse them and, and rebuild the order because it's fallen on hard times. So he and three of his brothers, all knights, set out to find this one island. It took them months before they finally, before Balian finally arrived. And he arrived at a, at, at a port and was the only one left. But he had taken an oath. So he was going to, he was going to see this through. So he hired some other mercenaries to help him. It was distasteful, but he, he knew he wasn't going to be able to do this on his own, or he wasn't sure, so he wanted to make sure he could do it. They all went on a ship who took them out to these islands. They took a dinghy out, and they landed on shore. 
At that precise moment that they arrived on shore and the dinghy was basically just left out in the water and the ship was sailing off into the sea, the natives attacked them and they were both skull-faced and, and plain-faced. Two of his party members were killed in the attack and three others were captured. He knows that one of them was wounded. He doesn't know what their condition is, but they were dragged off. He had to flee into the jungle just to get away, but he knew where the temple was. So he went to go fulfill his oath. So he headed towards the temple thinking that those natives might have also have taken those people to the temple. When he got there, he got there after several, several hours. Well, somehow the black skull face guys had gotten there ahead of time. And some of the um, people that he thought were killed on the beach were actually taken to this rooftop. And he points out to you two large like sarcophagus-like basins filled with blood and uh from it like the the you could see the parts of the bodies of some of several people natives and other humans alike have been stuffed into this thing just to kind of fill this thing up for whatever sick sacrifice he was going to use he did notice that the natives were fighting each other but they were also helping each other to attack him so he he doesn't trust them either side because there was no distinguishing factor between the two of them when they were attacked. So to him, they're all the same. It is perhaps that it's uh, been so long with your temple unattended by your order. Maybe it doesn't belong to you anymore. I fear this is true. But I swore an oath, and I will fulfill it. Very well. I know for certain that in this place there is a great evil, and whatever's going on with the natives of this island is uh, trivial uh, by comparison. So... We'd best find it. And we were told that it would be here at the top. But The priest was here at the top, but I hear whispers and voices in the walls. But I have not seen the demon. I know that he is here. I feel it in my blood, in my bones. But you say you will help me find this thing and kill it? Oh, Destroy it? Of that we can promise. I have indeed found honorable, heroic folk. Certainly you have. <laughs> and, and I help tighten and clasp his armor back on. You know, grabbing what little feels I can of his firm flesh. <laughs> it's it is rock hard, solid granite man meat. Do so hope to sup upon this mad meat. <laughs> I look, I look at him and I and I say, you, 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 you could spin a fine yarn, sir, but there is one of these so-called savages that we owe a great debt to. This is true. I can promise you this. That I will not harm them unnecessarily, unless my order and my oath demands it. And this one that you speak of, this very one, he will be spared any harm by me with certainty. And any that he travels with. But what if he travels with 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 <laughs> others of these black skull-faced men? What if he is a traitor to you? Mm, nope. I, I, Persuasion! doesn't seem to be the case. Let's kill this god. I think we should go down the stairs. Perhaps perhaps he meant we were meant to slay the shaman at the top and then go to the treasure. Uh, maybe. I rolled a 14. To persuade him? Yep. Puts his hand on your shoulder almost like brotherly and says, I accept your noble intentions. It is an honorable thing you do trying to protect these people. I cannot make one oath to break another, but I will do all that I can do not break my oath, and to keep the faith that you are giving me. That's all that I ask, and I put my hand out and I 
you know, shake his hand. Come, let's us go kill this thing. Let us yeah, destroy let's this vile god. evil. Purge yeah. its filth from the temple. Yeah, hey, I've killed a god before. Did you know that? Uh, but before we before we leave the top, ah, uh, let's go. I'll, Come I'll, on, Smala. I'll, I'll wager some detection here. See if the, the, I can think of anything magically speaking with the basins and all that that needs to be undone. Any deta- any clues as to uh, what uh, what we might be getting ourselves into? Okay. Yeah. Roll is there any is there any medicine up there? Roll, no, yeah, no. Roll intelligence and whatever medicine the shaman might have had is a whoosh pile of ash. So roll intelligence and add your magic skill level to the result. Yeah, while, while Jamal is looking around, hey, uh, hey, buddy, you happen to be a paladin? Do you have healing powers? I'm not familiar with this term paladin, but I am a knight of a holy order. I can, with enough concentration and the right prayer, help and assist in those areas. Ah, you're a paladin. Nice job, buddy. I uh, thank you. Nine plus six, fifteen. No, the the damage has already been done. You did, however, come in the nick of time. I mean, this uh, this knight, if he's a follower of a of a good deity and he's got good positive magical energy, his sacrifice would have fed whatever demonic energy is in here. All right then. Well, tell the stairs, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> I, I I was captured early in this place. You, you must have come through many chambers and have explored quite the width and breadth of this l- temple. Where have you not gone? Where can we seek out this evil? We haven't gone down. Well, we've been told there is some kind of treasure. Well, by all means, lead on, Lady of the Light. Go down. <laughs> we shall see. Lady of the Light, Jamala. I, I could get a new nickname. I like that one. It sounds it sounds quite, you know what I say, uh, Mistress of the Steam Tunnels, everyone up here is kind of like, uh, what does that mean? I could, I could, I could take that one. Let's say, anyway, onward. Uh, <laughs> or you could you could add it. You could be Mistress of the Steam Tunnels, Lady of the Light, Jamala Dalla oh. Egbert III. Sparkles McGee. <laughs> all right, we head down. Okay, so you guys basically go all the way down to the same level you were at before. The When you go down the staircase, instead of continuing forward, you go to the staircase farther down on the left. Follow that down to a nice long chamber. By the way, during this whole trek, you still hear the voices. So that as, as Balian addresses them, they seem to kind of scatter away almost, and give you some peace for a short brief period of time. Likewise, they don't seem to be affecting Jamala. Like they don't seem to be, like they might pop up in Barty's ear, like right next to his ear or be speaking almost directly to or around Lefty, but they avoid Jamala. Lady of the Light. <clears throat> there, there are, admittedly, there are times where, when walking in front of him, I do my best to swish just that extra bit. I kind of forget myself when it starts to get creepy, but <laughs> let's not beat around the bush here. I am putting on a show. <laughs> <laughs> he leans in towards Lefty and whispers, Do all of her kind walk us thus? Uh, sure. <laughs> Thanks, it, wingman. <laughs> it must be uncomfortable then to have such tails. Oh, uh, she's pretty uh, agile with her tail. You'd have a good time. And then Lefty walks away. He looks to Barty. I understand not these creatures. Women. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys take the hallway down. 
come finally to a breach and a stone wall. So you're actually looking into the basement level of the temple. Um, it has a polished stone floor. It's not paved. It's more like somebody just kind of smoothed out the existing floor that was there. But the walls are, are actually like brick and mortar temple walls. Is the hole big enough we can enter? Yes, but it's a tight squeeze. So at least for Balian, for, for, for Lefty and for Jamala, it's not that hard at all to just kind of turn sideways, squeeze through. Well, I'll squeeze through just before Balin does. <laughs> okay, so as everybody's in the room, you have entered a room where people have been piling up loot. Oh, hello. Okay, I'm looking for I'm looking for stuff to wear. I'm looking for stuff to wear. The itching is driving me crazy. Okay. <laughs> Uh, remind me, Lefty, did, 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 did the old man say we had to kill the god first, or was it the shaman? I, like, he said something very specific about don't take the treasure until you've done the thing. I, I think it was to kill the shaman first. Kill the shaman, get the treasure. Kill the shaman, get the treasure. Yep, that's what it was. Give me the treasure. I need, I need something to wear. I think you're safe, Bro. friend. None of this is from my order. These look like they came off of merchant ships. I doubt there is any curse upon these. Well, I mean, if this guy doubts it, you should go ahead and put anything on, Barty. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's a, so uh, what do I roll? Detection? Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, can you uh, describe this treasure? Are we talking like Scrooge McDuck treasure here? No. <laughs> it's loot. It's like boxes and crates and chests. Digging through them, mostly you find like rolls of carpet or silk or clothing or, or bags of wheat and soap? rice soap uh did, what did you roll i, I rolled i rolled roll a 16 soap, oh, a, a, soap. A, a, a nice polished wooden case and inside oh what is it <laughs> it's christmas three nicely um nicely uh smith daggers oh there are other weapons swords armor shields but nothing Nothing that, like, even Lefty looking at is like, eh, mine's better, you know, or it's of the same quality, <laughs> or, you know, there's nothing nothing here that's immediately, like, saying, hey, I need to have this now. Uh, there are clothes. Nothing really fancy. I mean, they're, like, wrapped up, like like somebody was shipping shirts and, and, and pants and boots and things like that. So just common clothing. Hey, that's better than what I'm wearing now. I just <laughs> stripped completely. <laughs> Oh, Barty, warning next time. Hey, you like Avert that? Avert your you eyes, like ladies. Nothing we haven't seen before. You like that? It can, yeah, helicopter, helicopter, helicopter. Didn't think it was that cold, Barty. <laughs> oh, never mind. He's learned some tricks from chair. Lovely. <laughs> uh, uh, so I, I turn around and I'm just talking to Balin. So uh, what are you doing after this? I will report I'm trying to, to my make order. Barty uncomfortable by staring at him. <laughs> And I, and I look back at Lefty, and there's no way she can make me look uncomfortable. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, and then I, I, I'm still looking at her, and I'm smi- I'm smirking as I go, and I'm grabbing some clothes to put on. Is there any jewelry in this pile? Yeah, but it's all ornamental. It's no, There's nothing. I do ornamental. Uh, okay. <laughs> so uh, you just grab a handful and stuff it in your, your bag? Why not? Okay. So there's no, uh, there's no like uh, light mail or anything. Oh, let's fancy. find out. Only you, Barty. No, there is not. Ah, 
Okay, so I have my spear and I have three daggers. And is there any, is there like a, a short sword rapier like thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a short sword, rapier. but not a rapier. It's just a short sword. Ah, well, is Ooh. it better than my spear? Uh, it doesn't have the reach. Sword has an attack of one, a plus two to damage, and a plus two to defend. So, uh, while he's doing that, I'm, I'm noodling with some little light orbs in my hand and uh, casually chatting with Balin. So, so your, your order worships light, I say, flicking little, little balls of light around in my hands, just showing off casually. <laughs> we, we, we worship the one true light, the one true light of the god. Which god is this? The god of the light. Does the god of the light have a proper name? Not sure you understand. It is the god of the light. That, that is the name. That is the being. That is the essence of our one true god. Groovy. I thought for sure you were a priestess of this. Perhaps uh, I. Uh, uh, nervous religious territory conversation. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, uh, I um. I studied under Tiamat. Tiamat. I am unfamiliar with this. Why? Tiamat. A great and powerful uh, goddess. Uh, so they say I've never met her, but uh, dragonborns uh, were taught, and my skill comes from that. Uh, hey, Barty, are you dressed yet? Yep, I am dressed. Do I get any bonuses from my clothes? Yes, you don't have a hindrance now. Hooray! <laughs> and since I was dripping wet, you know, because it was up, you know, you know, I, I used the soap to get rid of my fleas. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so you're fleeless, dressed, and you have some daggers and a short sword. Hooray for me! Body's back in business, baby! All right. So, uh, Balin, the longer you guys have been in here, the more nervous he's gotten just kind of standing around. And uh, even when he's talking to Jamala, he keeps looking around, looking around. We we should make haste. We should not tarry here a moment longer. We we must crush this vile thing. Oh, I agree. Uh, he, he's better with this this equipment, though. It's uh, it'll work out in the long run. Are there stairs? No, we should go through one of these passageways. You lead the way, Balin. Verily, <laughs> walks forward. <laughs> you guys start heading towards the the stone passages that lead forward. You start to hear that the like the whispering starts to become a, almost a dull roar. And then everything, like the loose objects, the chest, all these, all the loot starts to shake and kind of twitch and, and start to slide across the floor towards the doorways. Boy. Um, uh, so we're, it looks like we're about to be blockaded. Yes. I'll shoot an avenging light in the direction that we're headed, so maybe it'll explode whatever's going to get in our way. Um, so you're just kind of like holding it out there as you guys run forward, like... Yeah, like... Oh, okay. Kamehameha! Okay. <laughs> Hadouken! <laughs> 19. And the effect. Man, this is Jamala's episode. <laughs> it became Jamala's episode. <laughs> I got a critical. <laughs> another critical. And a six. Okay. So 12, 12, 24, plus six, 36. 36! So as you guys are running towards this, all of the the items basically by weight the lighter ones first and then the heavier ones all start to collide into this barricade in front of you blocking your entrance Balin actually starts to slide into a stop as Jamala blasts forward with her uh, avenging light it strikes the barrier and almost just kind of explodes in this giant flash of light nobody can keep their eyes open except really Jamala as you guys blink back into being able to see again 
all of the pile of rubble or, or loot that was piling up there is just a pile of ash just gently floating down towards the ground again. I Bail- still got it. Balin looks at, at, at Jamala like, wow. There's more of this where that came from. <laughs> Come, it, it grows stronger. We we should hurry. And so we do. Lead on, Lady of the Light. Lead on. I'm, I'm leading on. Here I go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, he follows close behind you. His mace is ready. His shield is ready. Grim, stoic face. And he's charging forward behind you. And that way, to the left. That rubble. We'll have to climb through it. Onward. Onward, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you guys climb through the rubble and you've entered an area it looks like a tomb it's about 20 feet by 30 feet and there is a large stone sarcophagus in the middle the remnants of statues and old artifacts broken and lying around the ground the uh, sarcophagus itself has been opened and inside is a skeletal corpse a man who once wore the knightly uniform that Malin wears now. I guess I'll, I'll do a detection to try to determine if this corpse is somehow part Related. of what's going on. Okay. Now, you know what, Jamala, let me let me look around. I, you should do a sun strike. Just, just push everything out of here. Is he getting whispers? I mean, is he, is he being whispered to? Yeah, the whole room is whispering, yeah. Of uh, uh, sure... Yeah, why not? Uh, Everyone, close your eyes. 16. Okay. Roll effect. 14. It's a bright flash of light. It's almost to Jamala like daylight is in the room, but everybody else has to shield their their eyes. But what you also see for that, just that split second that that flash is there, is that the shadows almost run from it. Like they spread out, and you hear like this hissing and this almost like a snarl, and it's just... Oh, that was creepy. Um, a certain shiver went down the back of my scales. Would I have any reason to know what that would be? It was it was definitely cursing that name. It was definitely not happy that a, a priestess of Tiamat just did something. Then, just as suddenly as it retreated, it just collapses in on itself, and all the light goes out, including your, the, the light source you guys are carrying with you just pitch black in it. Uh, you hear a rumble like the earth is shaking, and you hear some rubble falling, and then you start to hear things kind of moving around in the dark. <laughs> Am I in Can case? we huddle together? What's that? Can we huddle together and like our backs together, our weapons out, because we're in the dark kind of way? Yeah. Yeah, I thought you could, we would have. Ins- we should instinctively do that. Yeah, you guys yeah. kind of instinctively do that. Uh, um, is my ability to emit light somehow hampered, or can I? No, and actually, you both, you and Balin at the same time, are suddenly, you know, you guys re- almost instinctively like bring up light. Balin uses his mace, and it's a nice bright light at the head of his mace, and he is whispering a prayer while holding his mace. Like he's actually down on one knee with his mace in front of him, whispering a prayer. As you do your thing, and now there's two big bright lights in the room. Can we see what is moving? Uh, the wall you guys came through, the rubble, is now blocked by debris. And more things are kind of sliding towards that. Um, you can hear shaking and movement coming from inside the, the sarcophagus as well. Oh, that's always good. It's open though, right? Yeah. 
I, I dubiously approach the sarcophagus with my staff pointed, uh, you know, business end out. Okay. <laughs> Ready to blast something, possibly. So you stick the staff in there, the skeleton hand, with it. it's got a gauntlet on it, but it grabs the staff and pulls it into the sarcophagus with you. So roll strength. Five. I say the A. Curses! <laughs> Basically, just takes the staff and pulls it and lets go, like flings it to the other side of the room. So now her light goes out, but Balin, he's still standing there. He, he has not stopped praying. He is basically utterly defenseless at this point, by the, by the way, because he's got to keep that light going. The other clawed hand start, uh, grasps the side of the uh, sarcophagus and starts to pull itself out. But what's worse... Gone. <laughs> as it's doing this, that darkness that was in the shadows, it's lingering around, starts to actually form around the skeleton. It's starting to, almost like it's giving it mass. It's not physical because you can see that the bones are what's pulling, pushing, like what's touching the actual stone as it lifts up, but it, it looks as if it almost has mass. But it's still, it's still shadow. Uh, how, the room, how big is the room? It is only about 25 feet by 30 feet. Am I going to lose a turn going over to get my staff back? Yep. I will forgo the staff bonus, and oh, I yeah. will tell everybody to close their, close your eyes! Okay. And sun strike this. But your action's not up yet. What is Lefty? Lefty was the one that was actually, like, freaking out and reacting right when that skeleton grabbed the staff. I guess since there's no other threat and Jamalo needs that staff, I think I'm quick. I could run and grab it and bring it back to her, right? Yep. Barty, what are you doing? Uh, well, I'm going to stand in front of Balin and throw a dagger into the shadow thing. Okay. So Lefty grabs the staff. So she brings up her hands like she's going to catch it, and oh. you realize that that <laughs> is not going to succeed, so you bring it over to her. <laughs> Barty, go ahead and roll to uh, for your throwing dagger. Uh, I rolled a 15. Okay. I rolled, uh, uh, yeah, roll damage. 13. Okay. You throw the dagger right towards his chest. And it goes right through the black mass. It bounces off a couple rib bones and then bounces down, hits the spine, hits the hip bone, and then falls and skitters onto the floor. Well, well, I'm going to be lots of help for this one. I'm just standing in front of Balin. <laughs> <laughs> Meat shield. <laughs> That's basically it. I, uh, I have staff in hand. Mm -hmm. Everyone, close your eyes. And I shall sun strike. Okay. 16. Okay. You hit roll damage. Critical. 21. You strike a sun strike right into its chest. It digs its way through that shadow. And it almost like kind of, once it gets hit, it, it like peels away like it's trying to avoid the light. The light burns through the bones and comes out the other side. As soon as it's gone, that it falls down to the ground, props itself up with one hand and reforms that black mass that you just... Oh, no. And that black mass is whispering. It is a, the, the collection of whispering. All of that whispering that you've been hearing throughout the whole temple, it's like it's coming from this black shadow. All right, all right, pal, as I'm saying to the shadow, what do you want? What do you need? What's the matter? It doesn't what? answer you. It just re reaches out towards Barty. 
Uh, you obviously want Balin. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, and I'm like, and I'm poking him, and I'm poking him with the, I'm poking him with my, with my, my finger. I'm like, hey, hey, Balin, you might wanna wake uh. up. Party, you've got to defend yourself. Okay. Um, thankfully, this short sword has a plus two to defend, so <laughs> uh, that's a six. Oh, I hit you. For five points of damage. Ah! So it basically, it takes the one hand that's not supporting it, and it grabs you by the shoulder and throws you to the side of the room, and you crash against the wall. Oh, Barty, uh, 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 are you Okay. Uh, I'm at two life. <laughs> I, I forgot to heal myself from the other three points of damage that I took earlier. I said he's the one who was obsessing over the health potions. Yes. Balin turns around with his glowing mace. Oh, he hits it. And he basically, he uppercuts it with his mace, smacking it right in the head, and it howls, and the, 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 the blackness peels away, and it falls backwards back onto its, like, almost its elbows, like it's leaning back on its elbows, but then that blackness just kind of reformed over its head, and he just stands there with his mouth hanging open, like, there's no way in hell anything could have survived that. Okay, so roll for your light. 17. 17. So you, you, you generate a nice big ball of light, and as you do this, the entity, uh, it pauses for a minute and looks at you and then looks back towards Balin and then looks at you and then back towards Balin. Like, it's, it's not sure which direction it wants to go, but it hisses when you make that that light. Like, it's it's pissed off that you're doing it. Oh, but you like that? Huh? You like that, huh? Balin is over there praying to his... No, he's standing there looking at you like, I don't know what to do. Oh, okay. They will... Perhaps I should pray to Tiamat. I, I don't know what else there is to do. That's true. He, yeah, it was walking towards Balin when uh, he, he was praying. So what if you both prayed and we walked towards it? But now we're not praying to the same god body. I know, but you're both praying to a a a a, a god of light with light. Yeah. Walk towards well, it. Well, Tiamat is a god of goddess of many things, but uh, well, what are the heads of Tiamat? You know what I'm saying, Jamala. <laughs> I'm I'm going to then do a very dramatic prayer with all of my dragonborn heart to Tiamat, the the white dragon head crystallite, for from whom all light in the universe comes forth from. Okay. You should also glow your body if you can. I think it'll probably happen by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, roll, uh, just roll a wisdom base magic skill test, so wisdom plus, plus... I have, I have Gleam Seeker magic. Okay. Twelve. As you start to do this and you start to glow as you pray, the demon becomes angry and starts peeling itself towards you, and it starts, cl- cl- you know, basically drawing itself closer to you. Balin likes what you're doing. And he grab, he goes back down on the one knee with the same posture and starts doing the same thing, praying to his god. And then the demon becomes confused again and looks between you guys and it doesn't know where to go or what to do. Can I push it into the sarcophagus? Try it. All right. What should I roll for that? Strength. I rolled an eight for strength. You push and he starts to kind of, like, he it moves, but he, he the whole body doesn't slide. Like if you were pushing a really big fat person, you could move yeah. them, but you couldn't slide them across the floor. But uh, it doesn't react to you. It's it's 
you can see its head. It's 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 not actually perfectly still. The head, the whole body, is actually twitching a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right. Like it's trying to, like it, it wants to focus on Jamala, but then it changes its mind and tries to focus on Balin, and it changes its mind. Lefty, I think if we push it, we might be able to encase it in the sarcophagus one, or they need to get further away from each other, or they need to get closer to it. One of those three things needs to happen. I can touch it. Look, I'm poking it. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't care. Look, I've got. I'm holding its hand. Well, then, it doesn't care. Well, then, well, let's let's have them both take a step toward the sarcophagus and see what happens. Then step away and see what happens. And... Yeah. Hey, do that. Walk towards it, Jamala. Uh, do the hustle. Uh, so, Balin, let us let us push at this creature. Kind of looks at you confused for a moment, and it's like the light and his thing and his staff or his mace starts to waver. Oh, and at that point, the creature takes a couple steps towards Jamala or st- moves towards Jamala. But then he he focuses again and stands up, and it stops moving again. Yeah, get closer to it. All let's, right, let's we're, we are we are near we are nearing uh, to each other and moving in a straight line towards the creature so as to push it back towards the sarcophagus. As you guys get closer together, it becomes a little bit less confused on which direction to go and starts heading towards you. Ah, no, never mind. Spread out, spread out. Spread out. Let us charge the beast and hit it simultaneously. <laughs> Do it from two different directions, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from two different directions. Like, a, like a, either point of a circle. Strafe it. Fair enough. Balin, either side. Get you, you to the right, I to the left. <laughs> he... He steps sideways, and he is directly opposite of you. And we're on either side of the creatures between us? Yes. Is it confused? Am I poking it? Yes, <laughs> you're still poking it, but no, it, it, it is confused. It, it, it's still doing this left-right twitch thing. Yeah, so, like, you guys yeah. get clo- it's Yeah, you guys get closer together, closer to the sarcophagus, and then you spread out a little bit, and then you get closer, and it, it walks towards you, and then it walks away, and then one of you walks closer, one this of you doesn't. This is the weirdest fight we have ever been in. <laughs> this makes no or sense. <laughs> or they just stay apart until they're both on the opposite side of the sarcophagus from the creature and then come together so that the creature walks directly toward the sarcophagus <laughs> thinking it's walking towards them. Yeah, and then yes. we both push it. <laughs> if that's sure. even what we need to do. Yes. I can all, all, all crouch down and you can push it over my back and it'll fall. It'll be like when you prank people <laughs> in a junior. Yeah, this is great. Okay. I really I really hope that this works because this is, this is the best idea I got. So is this what you guys are trying to do? Yes. Okay, yeah. you guys... There's no really rolling necessary, so I'll just summarize what basically happens. Jamala and Balin go to the other side of the sarcophagus, and then they kind of close the gap between each other. And as they do this, and it stands itself back up and starts marching towards the sarcophagus. Are you really doing a Looney Tunes pushover thing? Yeah, we're doing a uh, we're doing a Looney Tunes. Let's do it. Come on, Lefty, I'll push him over you. <laughs> Okay, now this does require a skull test. <laughs> so I, I, you know, being that Lefty is the unarmed combat martial artist, and Barty never mind, is... you push him over me. <laughs> so okay, go ahead and roll, just like your uh, sword test, except you have less bonuses. So would you roll a six? 
Okay, and you push him over into the sarcophagus, and the skeleton crashes down inside of it with the basically the shadow holding it. Quick, close it up! Who's closing it up? Uh, whoever's closest. Is it me? Yeah, we'll all close it. Okay. Charge! Okay, you guys close the lid. Okay, so um, now when you guys close the lid, you see on there that there is that sunburst symbol on there, and that's that's a holy symbol. You know that, Jamala because of the, the priest. Mm-hmm. So that is basically, that's a seal. Woo! Uh, is there any bumping underneath it? Is it? No. no. Once that, it, it, it was like trying to fight its way out as you close the lid, but that seal, it retreats from that seal. It, it's just dead quiet in the room now. <laughs> so good, we, we, good, we did it. Good job. It seems <laughs> to be. <laughs> that, that worked. <laughs> That Holy shit, dang. that worked. <laughs> I, uh, I so couldn't wait for you guys to get into a fight you couldn't hit. <laughs> let's move those rocks. <laughs> Body, do a healing test. So, a few hours later, you finally break through the rubble. And you're, oh, it's getting rank in there. <laughs> that was the strangest battle I've ever fought. Uh, you and me both, Sir Balin. Well, we have finally rid this place of this stench of that foul demon. Well, I suppose we should be cautious. His, the worshippers may still be here, yet hopefully we'll have time to celebrate soon enough. I fear no worshippers. In fact, we're, I'm going to their village now to rescue my brothers. Will let, you come with me? Let us march victorious. Yeah, let's do it. Well, then come, mighty heroes. Let us go. Yes, onward, onward to the village. And, uh, uh, Balin, Sir Balin, you and I, uh, we, we make quite a team. Indeed we have. Uh, perhaps we shall, uh, shall, uh, make merry, uh, once we've, uh, when we're celebrating our victory with your comrades, who might be as hunky as you are. Yes, all of us. We shall all celebrate after this. Together. <laughs> somewhat, it's somewhat unorthodox, but who am I to complain? And so, um, the salacious reptile and the bodacious dude, uh, Sir Balin, uh, trounce off from the temple towards the forest with Barty and Lefty in tow. But Sir Balin's tale of his fallen warriors was quite ominous. Ooh, will peril still await them yet? Or will it be just another wacky beach vacation? With Marnagitas and Strawberry Dackers. You're drunk. And I am Galdap. Tune in next time for another thrilling and chilling episode of Dungeons and Doritos. <laughs> I, I slay me. And if I had a knife, I would slay me. Thank you for listening to Dungeons and Doritos. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive. Not just with Phoenix Downs, my dear, but by telling a friend, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, shopping at nerdyshow.com store, or directly donating your hard-earned Doritos to the network. Any sized contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com support.
to chip in to find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other nerdy show programming visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships for more episodes of dungeons and doritos as well as other fine programming community forums videos articles and more head over to nerdyshow.com you can subscribe to all nerdy show podcasts via the itunes store and for the latest news Follow us on all your favorite social networks. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.